listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, coming to you live from Tasmania, right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am, you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. Learn how to study the Bible more effectively. Get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going, and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Carmelina Bacchino, and this morning we have David Leo joining us again in the studio. Welcome back, David. Thank you, Carmelina. Greetings, How... everyone. Yes, good morning, everyone. How are you feeling, David? I'm feeling. How are you feeling? Well, <laughs> I'm a bit sore from the game last night. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. Um, for those who don't know, um, David and I are actually a part of a volleyball team. We play every Tuesday night, and last night was a tough one. Yeah, we yeah. had no subs. No subs. Just had to play the whole game, and... Uh, yeah. yeah, feeling it this morning. I was thinking, oh, I'm starting to get the hang of this a little bit. My body's starting to adjust, and yeah, I think like a 17 year old, but the body's just not there anymore. No, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm struggling too. <laughs> yeah, and I was really happy my daughter came along as yes. well. My, yeah, my 12 year old, uh, yeah, she came and gave it a shot. So hopefully she'll um, keep keep yeah. coming along and learning the game yeah. because your cousin Gabby. 12 yeah. as well. Oh, he's actually he's, my nephew. Oh, your nephew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. He's tall, though. It's, it's a bit annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he's improved so much. He has. You know, so it's really good seeing the younger ones just, yeah, just getting into it, loving it, and seeing them grow, yeah. Absolutely. They've just improved, which is awesome. Yeah, so if anyone enjoys volleyball, let us know. We'd love to know <laughs> if you like volleyball. We want to be your friend. We'll get some videos <laughs> up on the uh, internet for you. Yeah, yeah, we should. <laughs> Anyway, so today we are coming back into your series of Bible heroes. Mm-hmm. Last week we looked at David. Yeah. And we're looking at remembering the victories. That's um, right. Yeah. Yep, in, so in our lives. And that was a really great um, program. And if you would like to listen to that program, if you missed out last week listening to us live, um, check it out on the Faith FM app or the Faith FM app. Faith FM website. You can see all these things under Tassie Encounters uh, programs, and you can find all the ones that David has done in the past as well. So today, who is our Bible hero? Our Bible hero? Yes. She's actually mentioned in the uh, what some have referred to as the Hall of Faith, which is found in Hebrews 11. There's a list of all these Bible characters that are mentioned, mm. and Rahab is one of them. Rahab. Yeah, so we're looking at her as our Bible hero this morning. Mm. And um, yeah, it's uh, she's a it's a very interesting story. Personally, why I I really love the story is because I grew up in the church, mm. and uh, I it wasn't taught to me, but I caught this idea of what God sees as uh, chosen servants. Mm. So I created this this image of mm. what a Christian should look like. Yeah, and. Uh, Rahab is one of those people that destroys that image. Yeah. You know, like um, that God would choose this woman um, who's a prostitute in her own city. Yeah. And she becomes one of the ancestors of Jesus Christ, which we'll look at as well in the genealogy of Jesus. That really messed up my understanding of, oh, wait, wait a minute. If God will choose Mm. someone like her, then... My idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I. I don't know how I caught that idea, but mm. for some reason, that's the idea that I got. Yeah. But Rahab's story of going from where she was to, you know, I believe in your God. Yeah. yeah to the, she says this to the spies, "I believe in your God," mm. and then she becomes this chosen woman that's not even a part of the Abrahamic line. Yeah. You know, she's she's an outsider. She becomes one of the 
one of the ancestors of Jesus. So mm. this is, and what she does, we're looking at the act, why I, I see her as a hero. Yeah. Right? I call it Rahab the Spy. Rahab the Spy. Yeah. I love that title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday we're talking about ninjas. Today we're talking about spies. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Bit of a theme, bit of a theme happening yeah, yeah. here. It's been it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have a listener question for you this morning. Would you be willing to open your home to somebody? Like if they needed help or just in general? Yeah, if they needed help. If they needed help. Okay, yes. Yes. So now that you've said the question, because I I can hear the, I can hear the, well, it depends. Yeah, so 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 the, the, uh, just to specify, yeah. would you open up your home when you knew it was a legitimate reason that you're helping someone? There's yeah. no, there's no agenda to steal your stuff or take anything. Mm. You know for certain this person needs help. Would you be willing to open your home yeah. up to to help a person like this? Ooh, that's that, a tough one. It is. It yeah. is. I reckon it gets real close to home, and yeah. it's gonna open up our talk for next week. We talk about Abraham and uh, hospitality. Oh, yes, absolutely. On Tuesday, be sure to stick around for that. So would you be willing to open your home to somebody if they needed help and you knew they needed help? Text us in this morning on 0488880891. So what are we going to talk about for Rahab? Okay. Before I do, I just want to give a a shout-out. I got a a message from a a listener last week that said um, they heard the talk on David and Goliath, and because I mentioned that, you know, I was copying C.D. Brooks. Oh, yeah. You know, he said he went and listened to some C.D. Brooks sermons. Oh, so no way. So I'm waiting to hear back because I asked, well, what did you think? You know, like, yeah. now that you've heard, you've heard C.D. Brooks, what do you think? So shout out to, uh, shout out to, uh, it wasn't a particular name. I think it was his business, but it was Knees or Knee, knee Boards. That's, mm. a, that's the, the message that I got from this person. But when oh. we talk about Rahab, yes. we're going to a, um, just to give a bit of, context of the story mm-hmm. um the people of god were slaves in egypt yeah and then god calls out moses and moses becomes the leader of the people he takes them out of egypt they're free from 400 years of slavery mm-hmm. and uh they've been god's been performing miracle after miracle with his people and they're grieving now because after all this journey their their most uh, respected leader has passed away. Mm. He's 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 died now, and a new guy, which we'll talk about next week. Mm. Your favorite Bible hero, my favorite Bible hero, Joshua. Joshua. Uh, he's he's the new guy. He's the mm. he's the man with integrity that's taking up the mantle, and his first task is to take down this uh, a city called Jericho. Mm. Now, interesting. If you've been following us with the Abraham talks on Tuesday mornings. Mm. Uh, Abraham was given, well, Lot chose to go to Sodom yeah. and he was given the land of Canaan. Yeah. Now they've been slaves and then God says, I'm going to give Canaan back to you. Mm. So they're coming back to claim Canaan back. Yeah. Right? They're, they're, this is what Joshua and the Israelites are doing now. They're coming yeah. back to claim back the land that was Abraham, that, that is rightfully theirs. Mm. All these, uh, open quote, uh, Marks heathens have <laughs> taken the land. Yes. You know, there, there's a there's a whole heap of different different um, uh, tribes and and whatnot that have that have taken the land, and Jericho is like the gatekeeper. They're the first first ones that stop them from getting to to Canaan. Mm. The instruction is to take them all out so they can claim the land back. Yeah. Joshua realizes, man, this city is well known for its fortified walls. Mm. 
they're well known too. They uh, they are idol worshippers, and so they worship a uh, Ashtoreth, or oh. yeah, the the goddess of of love. Mm. You know the um, and uh, yeah, so, so they they are definitely a heathen heathen um, city, yes. and as the Israelites are approaching, um, it's agreed that they're going to have a couple of guys do a recon mission. Mm. So they send in two spies. And this is where we're introduced to this woman named, Rah- woman named Rahab. Mm. Because these two spies, they realize, oh, we're putting our lives on the line. Yeah. Right? If, we, if we go in, because they know we're coming. Mm. You know, the watchmen of the city, they all know that the Israelites are heading their way. Yeah. Not only do they know that, they also know that uh, they heard the story of how did they get away from Egypt. They heard that the Red Sea parted. Yeah. Whoa, like what kind of God is that? Yeah. They also heard that there were people like the Amalekites mm. and the Hittites and the Amorites. They'd all got conquered or, or beaten or defeated by these unknown slave, the ex-slaves. Mm. What What are ex-slaves doing being able to defeat, you know, these these already well-versed uh, uh, um, tribes that have, they know how to battle. Yeah. You know? There must be something amazing about them. Mm. So now that they're hitting, the Israelites are hitting their way, yeah. they're like, oh, man. You oh, know, like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh-oh. You know, so the watchmen have got their eyes open. Yeah. They're making sure that they're, they're on guard. Yeah. And these two spies, um, they enter the city. Yeah. You know, don't know how they're disguised, but, you know, they come and check it out. And you can imagine as they're, they're walking through the city, they're probably, they're probably disgusted by the idol worship. Yeah, yeah, they're probably bit. they're probably taken back by the oh man these guys and have no idea about our God you know, mm. and um, as they're walking through, uh, news gets out, news gets out that uh, this this guy comes to the to the leader of that city and says we've seen two men two foreign men oh no into the city, no not only that we know which house they went to, oh and that house. Is the house of this woman, this hero that we're going to talk about yeah. this morning. Rahab. Ooh, mm-hmm. exciting. Well, I'm sure we have more to talk about after the break, mm-hmm. but I'm excited because learning more and more about um, these heroes is just, yeah, a very fascinating stories that we don't usually dive into. So I'm really, really excited to um, dive into it today. Mm. So just to remind you of our listener question, would you be willing to open your home to somebody who needed help? Text us in this morning morning on 0488880891. This first song this morning is He's Always Been Faithful by Chelsea Moon. <laughs> Watch him amazed in awe of the 
Listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM, and this morning we are talking with David Leo on Rahab the Spy, talking about our Bible heroes. Before the break, we had a listener question for you, which was Would you be willing to open your home to somebody if you knew they needed help? Text us in on 0488880891. We would love to hear from you. So, David, we are talking about Rahab today. Um, but before the break, you gave us some context on the Israelites and mm-hmm. the situation they're in right now. So the, the, there's two two spies right now currently on a recon mission um, to scout out Jericho. Land, yep. Yeah. So and they've been found. So they know um, the guards of the city know where they are. Yeah, we're not too sure who who, yeah. who knew, but yeah. all we all we're told in the Bible is that the two spies have entered the house, mm. and the Bible describes Rahab. As the prostitute, yes. right? So this is, and, and the Hebrew word here is zona because I've zona. I've been interested in that. Um, I'm pretty sure our idea of this word prostitute is not the same as the ancient days, but there are some similarities. Mm. Um, quite often too, we have to remember that in the in the uh, pagan worship or the heathen worship back then, mm. it was important that they had these uh, priestesses, mm. and their whole role was to 
seduce the men in worshipping the god gods and goddesses, right? So they also were referred to as what the Hebrew word is zona, right? Okay. So I, I I try to um, qualify well, what, what type of prostitute is Rahab? Is she one in the temple, mm. or is she a person that you know um, does it yeah, just, for just money. to get some money? Yeah. And when we when we learn more about her situation. And we and we start looking at how she lives and mm. and what her situation. You start to put it together. And realize, okay, I think she does this as a way, a means of making money, mm. right? Um, she's in a place where we'll we'll open this up yeah. to, to to elaborate it even further. It, it seems that with the description of Rahab in Joshua two, she's she's a woman that doesn't have much money. Yeah, she's a woman that has. Family, it looks like she's looking after her mum and dad, mm. and she still thinks about her siblings. So, you know, oh. when I think about one of the tragedy, you know, one, one of the most tragic things that are happening today is uh, human trafficking. Yes. Now, when you think about those type of situations, you, uh, you know, there are some places that, that sell their daughters out of desperation, mm. you know, and it's like, oh, but um, and it's, it's really heartbreaking, right? Yeah. But I believe that Rahab... This is this is David's interpretation. So mm. in, I encourage you to read the Bible for yourselves. Yeah. See what see what you uh, come with. But I think that Rahab is in a situation where um, she's making money as best as she can. Yes. And not only this, she she's been living this particular life. And we're going to find out too that when she heard about the Israelites coming and she heard about their God, there was something about their God that was much more attractive. Than the god of Jericho, oh, okay. or the goddess of Jericho, <clears throat> you know, yeah. she, she's like, but the Israelites are coming. Yeah. This could be my ticket out. Yeah, you know, and there's something about their god that that uh, she she really wants to know, and mm. she really wants to understand this. But when she comes to the um, the house, uh, when the when that whoever reported to the king, yeah. like you said, it could have been the guards, it could have been some dude that just wanted a bit of money from the king. I don't know, but you know, he came mm. and went to the king. And sometimes in my head, <laughs> when he goes to the king and he goes, oh. You know, there's these um, there's these Israelites that that uh, came to my house. Um, that there's a they've spied, they're spying out the land and they've come to Rahab's house. Yeah. So the king says, well, send a message to her, tell her bring out the two men that went to her house. Mm. And I always imagine Rahab. You know, if if she's a, um, I think she's a clever woman. Yeah. Right? And I imagine her face and her her actions as the men come and say, we there were two men that came to your house tonight. Yeah. And she would have kind of like. And you know what I mean? It's like, what what happens? What's new? Yeah, yeah, what's, yeah, exactly. What's the you know? And, and it would have made them feel a bit, oh, you know, because oh. yeah, we know that those spies are Israelites, and, and it, you know, yeah. she says in the Bible, oh yeah, those two men did come, but they left. They yeah. left before it got dark and before the gates closed, so they're, yeah. they're gone. And you know, perhaps they they just left not long ago. Yeah. So this is all happening. You know, this is all happening. Yeah. After the gates closed, right? So, yeah. um, uh, well, sorry. Just before the gates close, yes, and the okay. Bible makes a real strong point that um, that when the when the guys leave to pursue the spies, because Rahab says you might have time to catch them, yeah. you know, so they take <laughs> off. They take off as soon as possible. Yeah, and you know, you can imagine Rahab just man suckers. You know, suckers. These, these, <laughs> I made them feel foolish, and now they're on their way. Yeah, and they've taken out the gate, and the the Bible says they close the gate immediately. Yeah. that means an instruction was given. If there were spies, they could attack tonight. Yeah. You know, so we we get an insight, but have a have a read of this passage. Yeah, sure. We're going to read from. Um, if you could read it, please, Carolina, yeah, from uh, Joshua two verses eight to fourteen. Now we're going to get an insight on what Rahab 
has been thinking yeah. and what she's been going through of recent times Absolutely. Uh, before the Israelites get there. Yeah, so reading from the New International Version this morning. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has hmm. given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us. So that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. Oh, let's stop there real yeah. quick. Yeah. Right. She knows. She's already giving. <laughs> she's already giving. Yeah. A uh, what Christians call a testimony. Mm. You know, like she's giving a story of man. I, I'm speaking for your God. Yeah. But she's she's talking to them because she, she's saying, man, your God. Yeah. You know, we're scared of your God. Yeah. You know, that's why people are acting so weird. That's why they took off straight away. That's why she, when she said, hey, you yeah. can catch them. They, they, they're all yeah. acting on paranoia. You know? Yeah. The watchmen, the guard, they're all on, they're all on edge. Yeah. You know, and um, just that, that, just that confidence. I know that the Lord has given you this land. Mm. Where did you hear that from? Yeah. Did you hear about the Abrahamic covenant? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> She's like, in her mind, they're coming this way. They're going to take this place. Mm. And in the mind of the city, if they have the Red Sea and all those, uh, all, yeah. everything that God's been doing for them, this cloud by day and this fire by night. Yeah. What, man, you know? Rumors travel. Yeah. People know. Yeah. What they, they're, they're, yeah. Counting, they're counting on their walls yeah. and they're counting on their battle-ready tactics. Mm. But they've heard. And, and Rahab is telling them, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Yeah, sorry. That's Carry okay. Yep. Okay, we're up to verse 10. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God mm. is God in heaven Listen above and on the earth below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then verse 12. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us this land. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> so now you, now you see, now you see, she says, I know the Lord's going to give you the land. Yeah. And the men will say, when the Lord gives us the land. Yeah. So we've got, we've got these faith. So much confidence. Right. Yeah. Right. There's faith on, on everywhere here that the Lord is going to deliver. Yeah. Right. And there's something I really want to pull out here for, for those who exercise faith. Mm. Those that know. You know, you shared, you shared the story of university where yeah. you said, Lord, you know, if you want me to do this, and then the Lord provided, right? You yeah. stepped out and the Lord did what you did. And those type of stories, we keep telling those stories and because uh, people are watching. Yeah. When they know that we exercise faith in a God of creation and a God who's our, our Lord and Savior, mm. they're watching, you know? And, man, I would love, I would love for people to look to us and go, man, our, our hearts melted because of what God has done in your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, oh. and and just that 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 um, that uh, that need for us to proclaim 
what the Lord has done in our lives. Yeah. You know, that is such a, that's a strong thing that comes out here. Something else we, that I was talking about right here before. Yeah, yeah. There's a list there. She says, uh, swear to me, in, in verse 12, she says, swear to me that you'll show kindness to my family. Goes on to verse 13. Yeah. The, the, the life of my father, mother, brother, and sisters. Mm. Now, when I read this, there's two, two things missing here. Mm. There's no husband. And there's no children. No. Now, I, I did think at one stage, perhaps she's a young woman. Yeah. But then the way she operates and the way she thinks, no, nah, she's too, she's she's too, too clever, clever for that. She so, may have grown and, up too quickly. Or, right, yeah. right. And the other thing is, um, she's, uh, if she's a widow, mm. then there's every reason why she's desperate for money because the husband was the one that got the money yeah, in, in, the, the in those patriarchal days. So she's got her husband, and now she's doing everything she can to... Sustain the family. Yeah. Right. So that's that's one thing we're starting to learn about Rahab in this story. And we'll, mm. we're, as we, um, another one we, we learn um, of the deal that's going to happen next. She actually lives in the, the wall of yeah. Jericho. And that actually tells us something as well. Oh, but really? We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll Ooh, jump into that next. I'm excited to find out. Yeah. And if you're listening and you, you're excited to find out too, you should stick around. Um, we will come back to this after a break, but just a reminder of our listener question this morning. Would you be willing to open your home to somebody if you knew they needed help? Text us in this morning on 0488880891. Also, we have a book offer coming up later, Garments of Grace, written by Timothy E. Crosby. Be sure to stick around for that as well. This next song is I Will Wait For You, based on Psalms 130 by the Photo Sisters. I will call Incline your ear to me anew And hear my cry for mercy, Lord Were you to count my sinful ways How could I come before your throne Yet full forgiveness meets my I stand redeemed by grace alone
pay the price that all who trust in him today find healing in his This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we have David Leo on his series Bible Heroes. And this morning we have been talking about Rahab the Spy. Now, before the break, we have been looking into Rahab a bit more and it's so fascinating because, David, you're saying how she already has faith in the God of the Israelites. like. And she makes this deal with the men who are currently on their recon mission hiding inside her house um, that if that she knows they're going to take the land. Mm-hmm. She already knows it. But she says, um, I've shown kindness to you, so show kindness to me and protect my family. It's a covenant. A covenant, yeah. <laughs> so um, she's living currently in the wall of the city. Yeah. And you said that was a bit significant. It is. It yeah. is significant. Um but man, just just thinking, I'm just thinking about this during the song as well. Is mm. we should take a take a moment to uh, let that thought marinate that there's this there's this person that has heard about the God of the Israelites, right? And in David Leo's imagination, <clears throat> when she heard about this, I reckon that she even tried to speak to him. Oh. Hey, God of the Israelites, you know these things that you're doing. You know, like. It, She's already starting to, you know, I reckon she started to reach out in faith. Mm. You know, um, I didn't like the situation I'm in. You know, I want to help my family. You know, da-da-da-da. You know, I, I don't want, this city is the worst place, but i got to live with it every day. You know, I yeah. don't know what else I'm supposed to do. And could you, could you just imagine her, her reaction when these two men said, we need to, you know, we need to come. And she could pick up, mm. wait a minute. Your spies from Israel. Yeah. Could you imagine how she was like, "This is this has got to be God sent. Why have you come to my my home yeah. of all the homes? You've chosen my home. I've been thinking about your God. I confess that your God is the bit. And now she's like, "This is it. Yeah. You know, I got to help these guys. She, you know, hides them in the hides them under the uh, um, flax leaves, mm. and her faith is being affirmed. Yeah. You know, this person that didn't know the God of the Israelites." 
exercises her faith, mm. you know, puts it, puts actions to her, what she believes in, and then these two men from Israel turn up. What a coincidence! What a coincidence! <laughs> I, oh, wow. I say not coincidence, <laughs> providence. Right? Yeah. This is providence. And so these men come in, and in verse fifteen, yeah. it says that the Bible says that she gets a scarlet cord uh, or scarlet rope, mm. and um, that's a fancy word for like a reddish, reddish, purplish color, yeah. you know, going down the, um, she put it out the window and the Bible tells us because her house was built into the wall. Mm. And why that's important, because <clears throat> when archaeologists have done excavations, they found that, um, uh, you know, in, in places like Jericho, even in Jericho, the houses in the middle of the city are like these nice houses. Mm. Yeah, they're the good houses. Yeah. And then when you go to the upper city wall and the lower city walls, you find that there's these houses that have been built inside the walls. And these are the smaller ones. Yeah. These are the ones that you can tell they, they did it hard, right? Yeah. They're basically the, the ghettos, the slums yeah. of the city. So now we're getting a bigger picture of why I said, I think Rahab's in a situation where she's desperate. So she's just doing what she can yeah. to, to look after the family. But the moment that she gets the opportunity, the moment that she says, this God of the Israel's, Israelites can hear me. Yeah. You know? he, he's, he's sending, you know, he sent these two spies. Now I'm going to help them. And they've made a covenant that when they come to take this land, mm. they're going to save my family and me. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> we 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 got we got to put a bookmark on that as well. Yes. She didn't think about herself. No. Right. She thought about her family. Mm. You know, I, I um <clears throat> one of the one of the best things I love about um the gospel mm. is that when one person makes that decision the family have to look on, right? Yeah. And their 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 hearts will melt. Mm. And one of the greatest things that I see and it's the same with my 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 mom and dad's family. It took one of them, like mum and dad were the first ones to make the decision to be baptized into the Seventh-day Adventist church. Mm. And then the, it slowly, slowly started filtering out, you know. Yeah. But she doesn't think about herself. She thinks about her family. Mm. And so we find out she's living in the wall. Yeah. And uh, she makes that, that covenant with the men. And the men, they reply in affirmation, our lives for your lives. If we don't keep our bargain, mm. if we don't keep our end of the bargain, may, may we suffer the loss. You know, yeah. maybe we suffer the loss. So... Now we've got, we've got uh, what we need to appreciate too is that Rahab is putting her life on the line. Mm. If she gets found out about this, this is treason. Yeah. Right? She, she could get killed for this. Yes. But that's how desperate she is, mm. right? I'm making, I'm highlighting this yes. on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> when, it comes to, when it comes to needing God's help, the qualification, the qualification for salvation is to understand that you need help. Mm. And she knew, I need help. Yeah. And I'm willing to receive it. Not only am I willing to receive the help, I'm willing to work on my faith mm. to make this happen. In fact, let's go to James 2. Let's go to James, James 2 where it two. makes yeah it makes reference to this. Um, James, so she gets mentioned. She, she gets mentioned in, in the, in the uh, New Testament. Uh, two, three places actually. But we'll look mm. at James James chapter 2. Yep. And verse 20, 24. Uh, actually, we'll, 
because we've been talking about Abraham, let's start at 23. Yep. And then we'll go down to 25. Could you read that, please, Carmen? Sure thing. Reading again from the New International Version. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. <laughs> In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? Whoa! We're bringing up Rahab. Whoa, James. <laughs> okay, James is the leader in the New Testament. Yeah. Right, in the New Testament church, our most earliest church. Yes. And Rahab is getting mentioned. That means that Rahab is mentioned and referred to often yeah. in, the, in the early church. She's taken a place as someone that did, did righteous, mm. right? A woman that exercised faith in their God. And, and so I believe that the, new, the, the uh, early church, uh, that they could appreciate the amount of faith this person's exercising. Because James, in, these, uh, in this passage, he's making an, he's making an argument yeah. that you can't just operate on faith alone. Yes. And you can't just operate on works alone. Faith and works need to work together. And the name that comes up, Rahab. 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 You know, not only had faith, man, this God of the Israelites, she thinks about them, blah, blah, blah. And then the first Israelite she, met, she meets are these two spies. Whoa, yeah. wow. Thank you know, you. Well, there it is. And then when she gets the opportunity, <coughs> she doesn't go and report it to the king. She yeah. doesn't, she's, in her mind, this city's done for. Yeah. God's going to take this land. Um, what should I do? Yeah. My family and myself, salvation. Yeah. Right. And um, even in Hebrews, if we can read Hebrews as well. Yes. The hall of, I mentioned this, the hall of faith. This is what it says in he Hebrews 11.31. Did you read that, please? Yes, Hamlet? absolutely. Yeah. By, the faith, by faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. Whoa. Okay. Hey. So no, no hesitation in mentioning this adjective. Yeah. The prostitute. Mm. You know? Oh, That's well, if, what if, she was. If a, yeah, if a prostitute can be saved, yeah, anyone can be saved. What? You know, like anyone reading that, wait, who, you know, anyone that doesn't know the story, you know, let's yeah. say the Gentiles that just joined the church, they didn't know the the, the Israelite um, history. Wait, let me let me check out the story about Rahab. Someone tell mm -hmm. me the story of Rahab, please. You know, they yeah. tell the story of Rahab. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. That means when we proclaim the gospel, yes, you know, just like Jesus did. <laughs> These prostitutes can be saved. These tax collectors can be saved. These thieves can be saved. Yeah. You know, this is this is for all in sundry, right? Yeah. The gospel can save the uttermost to the guttermost, right? Absolutely. And so this is what we learn about Rahab. So Rahab gets this mention and um, and the genealogy. But I'll I'll look at the genealogy in the next in the yeah. next segment. Sounds good. Well. Just to quickly cover now, we have our book offer for today, Garments of Grace by Timothy E. Crosby. Heaven's makeover starts with a new wardrobe. From Genesis to Revelation, righteousness is portrayed as a garment. What does the metaphor mean? Is it a robe of character or a forensic camouflage that covers the filthy reality beneath? Paul says, a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. James says a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. Who is right? Can inspired writers disagree? What you learn from this book will cover a mountain of stories, um, which will cover how 
all these different things that has happened in people's lives. So be sure to check it out. The code is after the break. This next song is Home by Even Craft. Trying to find a place that I could call home Wanna leave my trace A legacy, a melody that leads us back to you So I won't relent until I'm home with you I was lost in the dark Heard you call my so far and gone till you found my flame. I came alive, your love revived what I'm called to be. Now I won't give up. You made your home in me. Ooh, you're in each breath I'm taking. Listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM, and we are finishing up our program this morning with David Leo on Rahab the Spy. Before the break, as promised, we have our giveaway for this morning Garments of Grace by Timothy Crosby. We only have a few um, copies to give away, so be sure to text in the code for this morning, which is HEROES2. H E R O E S, and the number two, no spaces. Text that in to 
0891. That is Heroes 2, H-E-R-O-E-S, and the number 2, no spaces. Text that into 0488-880-891. So, David, we've been talking about Rahab. She's a fascinating um, character because she's constantly being referred to later on after oh, yeah. after the story. Yes. So it must have made such an impact Absolutely. on the Israelites and their and their history. So how are we finishing up for today? Okay, I'm going to make a bit of a beeline. Yes, let's go. And, um, <laughs> but we'll go to Matthew 1 first, look at this genealogy of Jesus. Yes. And I want to make the point that when genealogies are mentioned, mm. it's only the men that are usually mentioned. It's mm. father because patriarchal... Uh, you know, it's a patriarchal society, but the woman, there are four women mentioned in Jesus' genealogy. We're not going to read all of them, but there's a reason why they're mentioned. Yes. Right? And you said something in the break I did. that I, I'd never even thought of before, but <laughs> yeah, have, have a, have a yeah, read of, yeah, um, sure have a read of uh, Matthew 1 verse 5. Yeah. So Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse. Aha. Uh-huh. And yes. the, when we go down that line, we eventually get to Jesus. Yes. Right. So now <laughs> we're, we, we, we have to calculate in our heads now that this, when the messianic promise, when I'm talking about the messianic promise, mm. way back when the promise was made that from the woman's seed, the Messiah will come. Every woman of the covenant had the hope that the Messiah was coming from their line. Yeah. Here's a woman from Jericho. Mm. Not even... You know, and then in the next generation, there's a woman named Ruth. Yeah. Right? And then down the line, down the line. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Right. And so Jesus, even from his um, bloodline, mm. is saying, man, I, I'm, I'm grabbing everyone. Yeah. No one is no one is immune to being saved by my blood. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone get, yeah. you know, is, is, um, has invitation to salvation. Mm. But the beeline I'm going to make yes. is in Luke 19. Luke 19. Now, in Luke 19, there's a man that we're introduced to. It says that Jesus is going to Jericho. Now, there's arguments whether this Jericho is the same as the Old Testament Jericho. Mm. But when I first read this, the only Jericho that I could think of was Jericho in, in yeah. Joshua's story. So that's where my head first went to. right? And then it says there's a man there who... This is what the Bible says. Mm. It says, A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. No. <clears throat> so now we're introduced to this man, just like Rahab. He was living a life where he knew, yeah. I'm a thief. You I'm know? a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've, been, I've been skimming. You know, yeah. like uh, when the Romans ask for 10% tax, mm. he would say to the Jews, hey, they want 30%. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll get a piece of the pie as well. You know, yeah. he's been doing this for a long time. Then he hears stories of this Jesus forgiving, healing, preaching. Mm. And he's like, whoa, whoa, I want that. Just like Rahab. Rahab. Yeah. <laughs> I want that. Right. And he's got walls as well. He's got problems of people standing around. Yeah. He, he can't see. <laughs> he can't see. So he climbs, he climbs the tree. Yeah. And this is what Jesus says to him. Uh, he says in verse five, he says, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house mm. today. 
Right. Yeah. So there it is again. Yeah. An open home. And Zacchaeus doesn't hesitate. He goes, oh, I don't want you coming to my house. I haven't cleaned up. I haven't <laughs> done this. So he, he takes that as a, um, you know, he takes that as a, yes, come into my house. And the people around are like, why would he go to a tax collector's house? Mm. Why would God choose a prostitute for the two of the spies to go and go, go to her house? Mm. Why does God operate this way? This is strange, right? And it says that when he goes in, it says, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. And verse 9, I want, I want you to make, listeners, make a connection. Mm. I'm hoping you, Kami, make a connection make here as well. Connection. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because the man too is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Oh. And now the question is, Answered. Why would God choose these people? Because the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. And, ju- and just just like Rahab, yeah. where the um, that she wanted to save her family. Yeah. Please, you no. Know, take my family. And Zacchaeus, because of his faith in Jesus Christ and his acts on his faith, his works. Mm. Lord, this is what I, Jesus said. Today, salvation has come to your house. Right. There's something about that. There's something about Rahab. And when Rahab was talking about her mm. family, you know, her father, mother, brothers and yeah. sisters, she had no idea she was thinking about us. Mm. She had no idea she was thinking about the future church. No. She had no idea she was thinking about all these people that that she had assisted. You know, and I, I dare say that she died not understanding the magnitude of what she had done mm. to assist in God's work yeah. through the people, right? Like this is this is why I look at Rahab as a hero, yeah. Because of that act of faith, yes. You know, and so what we 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 see we see that in the Old Testament uh, when we look at the story of Joshua, we can see Jesus in operation. Then, mm. but when you look at Jesus and Zacchaeus, then we start to get a bigger picture of the type of God we're dealing with here. Yeah. You know, the God that opened up, um, what do you call it? The Red Sea, just yeah. like he said, the one that conquered the Amorites. You know, yeah. he's he knows. Zacchaeus knows that every night I try to go to sleep and I'm filled with guilt because mm. I'm stealing. You know, yeah. this this uh, thought and this um, thing that haunts me all the time. I can't look people in the eyes, mm. not just because he's short, but also because he feels bad. Right? He's like, yeah. man, I can't, I can't do this. I'm, but when he hears the stories of Jesus Christ this odd man and he starts hearing he probably heard the parables yeah. you know he probably heard about his his uh, interactions with the people of leprosy mm. he probably heard about his uh, interactions with the pharisees as he gave it to them and thought what's an uneducated guy like this who didn't go through a medical school yeah how is he able to hold his own because the pharisees i can't even they won't even look at me mm. you know i'm an evil guy come so when he heard hey jesus is coming my way yeah you know he must have started God, is there a chance that, you know, is there a chance that I, I can have redemption? Yeah. You know, and, and he had he had settled down for a sycamore tree. Mm. Even if I can just look at this guy, you know, and just, just see what the, what the big fuss is about, mm. you know. And he looks at looks at Jesus and the the invitation comes. Mm. <laughs> I must come to your house. I'm coming you to what? your house. <laughs> what? You call me by my name? Yeah. You know my name? How do you know my name? Yeah. You know, Azakis. Yeah. I'm coming to your house. I'm coming you know? to your Whoa. House. And so the insight we get to Rahab, this is why I say when the two spies came to her house, mm. she must have been going, wait a minute. 
Yeah, you're coming to my house. So, any listeners out there? Yeah. Jesus coming to your house. <laughs> Jesus coming to your house. You can't stop it. Absolutely. Well, thank you, David. Um, yeah, it was such a cool insight into Rahab and um, her story. And also that, you know, she was quite a clever woman and we kind oh, of overlook her absolutely. a little. Absolutely. Um, and we also pointed out that... Um, What's his name? Boaz. Rahab was Boaz's mom. And we're like, so, you know, no wonder he liked Ruth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Moabites. So, the Moabites. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us today. Um, so next week on Bible Heroes, you won't be with us, actually. No, I'm doing no. A, a week of worship at the uh, Hilliard Christian School. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy that. Um, well, that's that's great. Um, because we'll have you uh, in the next two weeks. Then. Yes, yes. Yes. The following week, I'll be that, back. That's fine. We look forward to having you back. But next week, instead, we have... David Cherry. He is our new pastor of Glenorchy Church. So um, be sure to stick around and listen. His program will be titled Taste and See. Also join us tomorrow with myself and David Maxwell. We'll be covering ancient words, present truth. So be sure to join us for that as well. So we have a few seconds left. Um, Thank you for joining us today, David. Uh, yes, I realized. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's a mistake. Yes. Um, it's the following week, just the week of worship. Oh. Next week, I've got a special uh, dental appointment. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, be brave. That's okay. But the next time I'm Bible here, as I believe we have Joshua, yes. which is a great story as well. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that as well. I hope your dental appointment goes all right. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us this morning and have a blessed day. Um, take care. Thank you, David. Thank you, Kami. Oh, this next song is Here to Stay by Kenny Ogendi. On the days when you are thriving When you feel brave and strong and free When living comes easily When every breath is sweet days when you are fighting but you just can't seem to win when every step that you take is a stumble when you're shackled from within I'm the same I don't change
I won't leave 